Zer Shimshon, Parshas Vayigash, Tuf Shin Pei Beis. A very emotional Parsha, a showdown between Yosef and Yehuda. The Medjur starts off, Pi Adoini. Amar Lei Yehuda. So Yehuda is telling Yosef, Pini Musay Shalonuksiv, in the Torah it says, that if the Ganev does not have to pay for what he stole, then he will be sold as an Eved Ivri because he stole. That's the Allah. Okay. And that's it. And this guy could pay you. He's not a poor guy. And... Let him pay, and let's end this saga right now and right here. So that's the lotion of the Medrash. So the question is, why didn't he say, you know, Yeshalim Shnaim? And second of all, why is he using the lotion Benimusois, not in Torosenu? Yeah. Second, and third of all, Yosef is the king of Mitzrayim. What in the world does he want from Yosef? Why in the world does Yosef have to do anything that it says in the Torah? Why would I be able to go to tell Vladimir Putin how to run his country? Again, you know, we 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 all know the real story that he's talking to Yosef, but he doesn't know he's talking to Yosef at this point. And why in the world is he telling Yosef that, that, that this king that? What's, well, you know? Anyway, so the story starts actually at the end of last week's Pasha. At the end of last week's Pasha, it says, Ashayimotsi itoi meavodecha vameis. Yeah, and that's it. Like, wh- wh- where is this coming from? Where Does it say anywhere in the Torah? That if somebody steals, he's chayv misa. And Yosef says, The truth of the matter is that, yes, that's that's the way we're supposed to go. That's the road that we're supposed to take. But you know what? I, I'm going lifnim mishur sadin. Yeah. So... What's he saying, Kedivrechem Kenu? You're not saying Kedivrechem. You're not saying what they said. You're saying something totally different. They said the, the Ganev is Chayev Misa. The other ones are supposed to be slaves. You're saying the Ganev is Chayev to be an Evid. And the rest are out of it. They're not part of, they're not in the quorum. They're good to go. So we really have to know what is actually going on here. Yeah, now they came to Yosef. Yeah. They said, Hinu avadim ladoini. Gamanachnu, gamashanimtza biyodoi. Yeah, so they said many gamim that are ribuim. We don't know who they're marbe. And Yosef says, No, chalilulimi asoyz kadavar azar. I can't, I can't do that. This is, this is, this isn't yashris. It wouldn't be yashris for me to take all of you as slaves. 
And therefore he's saying, that's it. The only one who's going to be an Eved is the one who took it, and that's it. He is the Eved, and that's it. <coughs> okay. Now, later on, uh, as everything develops, uh, Yosef previously said that just bring down Binyamin, the Osimo Eni Olav. I just want to, you know, just want to look at the guy. Want to see what you're talking about. And that'll prove that you're honest, and that's that. So Yehuda is now saying, Yeah. So he's he's claiming to Yosef, you said very good. Yeah. Uh, this is way more than Vasima Eni Olav. That you, what, what's your claim? He stole. He was caught stealing. Uh, okay, at least they found what was stolen in Binyamin. So what w- what are you claiming? Yeah, was was that becher that that goblet was in Binyamin's sack? So he's the Ganav, and that's it. So what are you what are you tining now against Yosef that he said? That that I'm just gonna just want to look at him. It has no shaykhs. Yeah. Then the medrash says something else. It says biadoyni veloybe. So he's saying, you know, I'm better than anything else. Yeah. Again, what are you claiming? Well, you're you're standing up and you're saying I'm better than anything else than Binyamin. What what does that have to do with somebody did something wrong, the way it seems, because he was caught, what we would say, sort of red-handed, and since he was caught red-handed, so there's a consequence, and that's it. What what does that have to do that you would be a better ed, uh, you would be a a, a, a better eved or what does one have to do with the other? If somebody needs to be if somebody needs to be punished, he needs to be punished. And that's it. And Fartik. So don't you know, somebody did something wrong and now he needs to be punished, and that's it, and we're gonna punish him. And that's what's going on here. So all the tightness and all the back and forth and all what Yehuda is saying, Lukhaira has absolutely no shaykhis to what is going on. First of all, where do you get the audacity to tell a leader of a different country, you know, oh, you know, we, we have the right way and you, you got to judge according to our laws. Why? 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 <laughs> why would it be that way? From where is that coming? Shem Yerachim. It makes no sense. Like, you know, and we're talking about Yehuda. We're not talking about some Joe Blow. We're talking about one of Shifte Ka. What's going on here? What is going on? So, the Territ says that uh, the truth of the matter is, going back to last week's Parsha, the din is taka that a benoyach gets killed if he's for for anything he does wrong. 
since it's now before Matan Torah, so they all have a din of a Benoyach, and since they have a din of Benoyach, so he has to die, whoever the God of is. So, the time is like this. A Benoyach is Chayv Misa when, when he's under the jurisdiction of Bnei Yisrael. But if he's in his country, then he goes according to the flow of his country. So, that's A. B, Yehuda wanted to bring out something else, that we are different. Why? Because we already have a din as Yidin. And since we already have a din as Yidin, because the Avois left the public of being called Bnei Noyach, and they're called Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, the Avois of Klal Yisrael. And therefore, Hashem said, Ekev HaShashama Avram B'Koyli V'yishmor Mishmarti Mitzvoisai V'seroisai So, yes, as Yidin, we do have a connection to the Torah. And therefore, our din is supposed to be according to din Torah. According to din Torah, Yeah. If the person doesn't have, even if he's giving back what he stole, but he would be high of kefal and he does not have to pay the kefal, so with the kefal, he has to be an evit. And that's that. Uh, the question is, though, if the person does have to pay, can he be sold for an Eved? And this is the first Taina. They said, If you want to go according to the Choyka Malchus that does whatever they want, so we're all surrendering. It wasn't like Yehuda was coming when he's saying, that we're all going to be slaves, he was saying, this is actually the way you're supposed to be paschaling. No. He's just offering here a suggestion that this would solve the issue. That we'll all be slaves for you, you'll have it your way. And that's it. And Yosef said, no. I don't want to be machmir more than what the din is. And anybody else, excuse me, <coughs> anybody who took anything would have had to go to jail. But here, since there was only one person that took it, so as Dina the Malchus Dina, the only the person who stole, he is the one that is supposed to be the Emmet. And that's that. And I am not going more Hummer than that. And that's it. On that, Yehuda says, if you're tining that you don't want to be machmir, we have a tiny against you that this person could pay you back even double for quote-unquote what he stole. And let's go back to the beginning how this whole shenanigan started. You said, Asima Eini Olav. Yeah? Was this the Sima Sayin? 
The Simas, you, you, you brought him down here and since then something happened. So, that's it. There's no way that you, you can have a claim because this is actually looks like some type of a setup. Because if he wouldn't have come, we never ever heard before that he stole anything. And you just brought him down because you said you want to see him. And that's that. Therefore, what I'm tining is since you brought him down here and you caused him to go through whatever he went through, that somehow through that he picked up the, the Gavia went to his sack. Yehuda is not denying that the Gavia was not in Benjamin's. He's not saying that. It was there. That's obvious. And if somebody's caught red-handed, obviously he does have to be punished. But he's saying, something here doesn't stick. The story does not stick together. And therefore, since you got your thing back, and he has money to pay you kefil, there's obviously the only reason you would want him is as a slave, is because Stam you want to punish him. And if you just stop want to punish him, he's lazy, good for nothing. He, 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 you want if you really want Evid, I'm the guy to take, not him. Meaning, if you would come and say what your burning man is about the Gavia, you got the Gavia back. If you're offended, he has money to pay you kefil too. If you're taking him for Evid. You're making the biggest mistake of your life. And therefore, there's nothing there why you should want to take him for an Evid. And therefore, Yehuda is saying this whole claim, what he's tining. And that's that. So, the Medrash continues, that Hinei HaMelochim Noyadu Yachtov, the kings are clashing. It's Yehuda and Yosef. Both of them were very angry at each other. And the Medrash goes very graphic how everything that was going on in the room, Yehuda had a certain hair that used to stand up straight and it cut through his garments uh, up to where he tried to take his sword out to kill Yosef. And his sword was stuck in its holder. Okay. Yudah's angry. He lost it 100%. What is Yosef angry about? What is Yosef angry on Yehuda? And, hey, Moro, Cain, Tamo. What's going on? The story, again. Yeah, the story doesn't smell good. That... You know, all of a sudden, they still have, they don't know what happened, how the first money came back to their sacks. When they saw the second money, they, they, they again, they don't know what's going on here. Something here in Mitzrayim is wrong. But why is Yosef angry? There's no reason for him to be angry. And there's no reason for him to be astonished. 
So, what is going on? The thing is, and and the second part is that Hamaro Tomohu, that was before they found the Gavia. That was when he was sitting everyone down according to the order as they were born. Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. <coughs> and after that was Don, Naftali, God, Usher, Yisachar, Zvulun, and Binyamin. It was like in the order that they were born. And so the Pasuk is sort of out of order. And uh, it says later on, They were So what is going on? The truth of the matter is that in the beginning, because they did not know where this is heading. Is Binyamin coming back or not? Uh, they understood that if this king is going to hold on to Binyamin, uh, end story is not going to be on a positive note. So, Teretzis, the Teretzis, that Vayar Yaakov Kiyeshev B'Mitzrayim, yeah, the Shvatim sold Yosef because they felt that Golos Mitzrayim could go with one. And we spoke about this punk last week's year. And their kavana was, we're throwing Yosef to Mitzrayim, he is going to accept upon himself the Golos Mitzrayim, and that's it. And as we said last week, he said the Kol Kavua, and therefore since Yosef is Kavua, and that's it. So at least half of them. When they're caught, what did they say? And everything. They, when they were caught with the Gavia, so this looks as if this was a setup by Yosef to tell them, Rabbi Sai, Golos Mitzrayim, we cannot be Yosef through one person being here. And even though that Yosef was in Golos in Mitzrayim because he was imprisoned in Mitzrayim and we don't know exactly for how many years. We know that there were two extra years but we don't exactly know how many years he was there uh, you know, until he interpreted the dream for the Tsar Mashk and the Tsar Oifim. But he's explaining to them that, yeah, that's this. They're saying because we made we made we made Taka mistake. We made a mistake. Okay, so Yehuda, when he was talking to Yosef, he he was losing it, and he said, "I don't understand." You know, you're playing big shot now, but and you're telling us about dinim and mitzrayim how things are supposed to be. Uh, dinim and mitzrayim are are, are are ridiculous, because there's a dinim and mitzrayim that an evid cannot be a melech, and you were an evid and you became melech. So, what are you? What, what do you want, Bechlal? Don't don't try to tag us for anything of the dinim and mitzrayim. When you yourself are, you're the biggest contradiction. You are the contradiction to that. The thing is, that the Machloikis was here 
if Yosef is going to take, meaning as Melech Mitzrayim, not knowing that he's Yosef, is going to take any of the brothers as an Evid, is it just that his work is Meshubed to him, or his body is too? Will he have a din like when the Yid buys an Evid Knani, or no? And that's what the question is. And Yehuda felt that he he does not have a Kenyan Haguf. So since he won't have a Kenyan Haguf, so let Binyamin pay and let's get out of here already. So we had our catastrophe of our little bit of ordeal in Golis Mitzrayim and we'll say, well, we were Yaitzah. Yosef didn't hold that. Yosef holds that if a, a, a Melech Goy has, a, has an Eved that is a Yid, because Dina de Malchusa Dina, so he has a Kenyan in that Eved. He owns his body. Okay. So the Medrash says that Moshe Rabbeinu forced Paroi to say that you are Bnei Chorim and you could leave. And this is what the Pasuk says, Ki li b'nei Yisrael avodim avodeheim asher hoitzesi oisam eretz Mitzrayim. Meaning, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was koyne them back a Kenyan Haguf. If they weren't knui, if they weren't avodim in Mitzrayim, avodim hoyinu l'payim in Mitzrayim, we're saying at Seder night, that means our bodies and that's what was going on here. This was a tremendous machloikis. Yehuda thought that this is a small ordeal that could be paid by payment. And Yosef is explaining to him, no, Golos Mitzrayim is no payment. Golos Mitzrayim is a, a shibud that we will all be avodim as our bodies are going to be owned by the Mitzrayim. And it's a full Kenyan. Open parentheses, just like you sold me down to Mitzrayim, it was a full Kenyan that the Yishmaelim did, and that's how they sold me afterwards to the Midianim, and that's how the Midianim sold me to Poitifar. So it was a Kenyan Aguf. So don't start yelling all kinds of things over here about, oh, he could pay back. No, that's not the din here. When you said, that meant you are handing over your bodies to my jurisdiction. I am going to be the Balabas on your body. Not on your work. On your body. And the Rebbein was masking him to the Svar of Yosef. That's why Yosef wanted to be makel on them to do it only to Binyamin. And through that they would be able to click into it. But Yehuda was very stubborn. And he did not want to give in to the halacha that it would be according to Yosef that if a Goyish king acquires the Yid as Evid, he has a Kenyan in the body of the Yid. Until later, of course, when HaKadosh Baruch was, when the, the setup was that Pari had to set them back. And that was the whole Machloikis over there. When Yosef said, Ani Yosef, 
And he revealed himself to the brothers. And he said, Asher mechartem you sold me here. My body is owned now by the Mitzrayim. Just because I'm sitting on the throne, yeah, you sold me as Eved. And when you sold me as Eved, my body wasn't Eved. And you're coming down to Mitzrayim because Golos Mitzrayim has to be done by all of us. And Hashem, when the time is going to come, the Rebbein Shalom is going to force Paroi to let us go free. And we will be set free. And everything will go free. And that's it. And Shalom Al Yisrael, everything will be fine. Every, every be will, everything will be the way it's supposed to be. And this is what we're davening. It's, it, it sort of seems as if our bodies, our Meshubad, our Avadim, to all the shenanigans of every Golis that we go by. And every Golis that we're sunk into. And our mission is to remember Oidovinu Chai. And that we are Mishubadim first to the Ribbainishalaylam. And since we left Mitzrayim, we are Avde Hashem. Hallelujah Avde Hashem. Hashem And therefore, when we understand that, we understand that this is what Yosef was trying to tell them. Ani Yosef. No matter though I was sold down to Mitzrayim as Eved, I still kept my Shibudim to the Torah that my father taught me. Ha'oyid Avichai is my father still alive. And Batechi Ruach Yaakov Avim, Taki Yaakov revived himself and became alive again to understand the concept. True, he went to Beersheva and he was waiting to hear from the Rabbani Shalom that he might not have to go down to Mitzrayim, but that did not happen. And he had to go down. And as the end of the parasha finishes off, Ayyachzuba, we uh, took root in Mitzrayim. And uh, yeah, we became Mishubat to Mitzrayim because we were Mishabit ourselves to the Mitzri culture. We should have the most fabulous Shabbos ever. We should try to be Mechavan very strongly by Shabbos to get out of this Golis this week. And the Tzoyim HaAsiri should become our first Yontif of the Yontif HaAsiri. The Asara Batavis will turn from a fast into a Yontif. As the Navi says, if we are going to be a Emes V'asholim Mahavu, then that will happen this week. Hagotin Shabbos to all. Kol Tov.